Welcome back to the Wizards of Amazon podcast, your weekly blueprint for explosive success. I'm Carlos Alvarez, full-time successful Amazon seller and organizer of the largest Amazon seller meetup group in the world. Let's do this. Welcome to the Wizards of Amazon podcast. My name is Carlos Alvarez and I will be your host for the show. Today's show is um, a solo podcast, uh, a solo episode where so you have just me, no guests to come on today. I've been been interviewing a lot of guests and I've been doing a lot of live video uh, across all social media platforms, uh, talking about a lot of the uh, latest changes that have happened on Amazon due to the spread of COVID-19 or the coronavirus. Uh, The goal of this episode, I initially was going to give some updates as to the status of inbound FBA shipments as well as the status of products that are in FBA centers qualifying for Prime, but having uh, ship dates that um, or expected arrival dates of a month or more out into the future. Uh, As soon as I hit record, though, kind of like really on the fly, I I realized that by the time this episode airs on, on Monday, so this episode should air on the 30th of March, a lot can have changed. So j- just doing live videos over the last few days, uh, from one day to the next, what you spoke about in the previous video was sort of obsolete or outdated. So I'm, I'm hesitant to share a lot of that. So the thing I, I, I really want to share with everybody in this episode, and before you hit the off button, uh, hear me out. And, and that's going to be something that is, it, it, it applies universally to succeed on Amazon and, and in my opinion is more important now than ever. And, and that's going to be a lot of mindset. So uh, I'm going to talk about mindset and how I'm applying it and what I'm able to do successfully now in light of these, you know, three big events. You know, one of them is a pandemic. Uh, we, we truly are in a pandemic in the United States with COVID-19 uh, many uh, businesses deemed non-essential have been forced to shut down. Uh, the second thing we are dealing with is the inability to ship in non-essential FBA orders or inability to create inbound um, shipments to FBA for non-essential items. And the fact that buyers are now really not as attracted to purchasing some of our non-essential items in Amazon FBA, if it has a delivery date, that's, you know, a month plus in the future. So those are the items that uh, I think are weighing most heavily on everybody's mind as I record this on March 25th. So I'm going to talk about how I'm dealing with those things. Keep in mind that when you're listening to this five days from now, some of these, you know, best practices right now may not apply. Uh, I suspect that many of them still will but some of them may not apply. However, the mindset that I'm using to approach these, these pain points, if you will, um, are evergreen. All right. So the first point, we're in a pandemic. Like we, we need to not lose sight of that. So social distancing is important. And if you are second guessing yourself that, you know, I picked the wrong career, um, you know, here we go again, maybe I shouldn't have left my job or, you know, my, my goals have been dashed. Uh, keep in mind that you are still on the right side of this. Everybody is struggling. No one could have predicted this 
even though we are in a pandemic, you are truly on the right side of this. Imagine if you remember, I, I imagine if you owned a massage parlor, you know how, how many people are going to get massages right now? You, you, you can't get a massage with social distancing. Uh, imagine if you owned a dance studio, imagine if you owned a restaurant where the majority of your revenues were dependent on liquor sales. Nobody's getting a liquor to go. Um, imagine if you were a cruise line or if you, your entire business was based off jets, renting jet skis. I mean, there's a lot of business models that are, are going to take a long time to bounce back from this. You are selling on Amazon. You have an Amazon business, a private label business on Amazon. You're on e-commerce. You, th this, this type of business was made for this type of scenario. All right. So if you're selling essential items, um, I do have some items that are considered essential and I'm selling uh, amounts that are like 10, 10 X my, my best Q4 Q4 sales uh, to date. So if you're selling essential items, you're, you're doing amazing with sales. Now um, don't lose sight that we're in a pandemic. Don't make rash business decisions thinking this business model doesn't work based on what's been going on over the last week. Uh, I don't, this is definitely not something that's going to stay um, forever. Um, I don't even see this staying the way it is for the, a month from now. I believe a month from now we'll be back to normal. Um, well, let me not say back to normal. We'll be back to an amazing position to be able to leverage Amazon in a lot of the ways that we previously did. Um, before getting into the second point, um, I, I, I wanted to add a little bit onto what I just said about um, back to normal. Things will never be the same they were before. And that's a good thing. Imagine if your business, how it was, and you're selling a non-essential and you entered into this pandemic and you're hurting right now, you don't want your business to be the same afterwards. You want it to be different. You want it to almost be pandemic proof if there's such a thing. Uh, you want it to be where you're connected to your customers, to where you're able to continue selling, even though it's not on FBA, that you have processes for this. You, you don't want to get caught with your proverbial pants down. So you don't want your business to be the same or back to normal as it was before. Things will never be the same. And that is a good thing. All right. And we, that's another thing we can't lose, lose sight of. Now, two, uh, two issues that are weighing heavily on everyone's mind right now. The next two points are, I'm going to deal with the first one, which is the inability to send products to FBA if you're selling a non-essential item. Now, about I'm almost at about 50-50 where half my business leverages FBA and the other half of the business uh, leverages FBM and Merchant Fulfilled Prime. Uh, I also have a, a version of Merchant Fulfilled Prime, uh, direct fulfillment on Vendor Central. So that is still going fine. Um, having said that, I, I, I'm definitely very experienced when it comes to Merchant Fulfilled selling. As I've mentioned on the podcast before, I've been a successful full-time Amazon seller for 14 plus years. And when I started, FBM was just the smart thing to do. You, you didn't not want to do FBM. Uh, so I have a lot of experience with that. I'm set up for it. So let, let, me, let me try to talk to you that for those of you that are listening that are not set up for FBM or you know, never touching a tape gun maybe is a, is a badge of honor for you. Um, maybe the only reason you feel you got into this business was uh, the fact that FBA, the FBA program existed, right? 
you still have options here. As of this recording on 325, 6.09 p.m. Eastern, you can still create multi-channel fulfillment orders from your FBA inventory to fulfill your merchant fulfilled offerings. Now, what does that even mean? That means that when you create a merchant fulfilled offering or you get, a, you get an order on your website or you sell something on OfferUp, Overstock, eBay, Rakuten, any of those places, you can then drop ship or send them one of the products you now have in FBA that's kind of stranded. And you can put the address of where you want it shipped to, meaning the customer or the, you know, the address details given in, on Amazon when they purchase from you, Merchant Fulfilled. And then you can even select the carrier speed or the shipping speed that this customer is going to receive it. So you have that option. Another option you have is to actually use a 3PL. Um, some 3PLs that uh, I've worked with a lot is uh, Tocantis, uh, T-O-C-A-N-T-I-S is Inspection District, Joe Carts, um, uh, in Sarasota. And I've also worked a lot with um, My FBA Prep. Tom Wiki is my contact. Tom Wiki from My FBA Prep. These are three PLs that are still taking on new customers and would be more than happy to, you know, take your goods from you. You can have them dropped off and they will send them out order by order as these, you know, single unit sales come in on Merchant Fulfilled. So th those are three solid options that you have to address the fact that you're, um, you're unable to send more products to uh, Amazon FBA currently. The, the, other, the other part of this is your, uh, as of yesterday, you were still able to recall some of your inventory. That has since stopped. Well, it's not stopped. You can still issue a recall order um, for your products. However, Amazon's not going to prioritize it. So that, I don't really consider that much of an option right now. So best bet that, that, I, that I believe is if you're not equipped or set up to deal with FBM and you're not willing to try or you're just you're not set up for it, definitely take advantage of multi-channel fulfillment orders um, on Amazon. Another thing that you definitely need to do in my opinion, for the short term, is you need to create merchant fulfilled offerings on your listing. I I forgot really when when all this started that the vast majority of sellers have never sold merchant fulfilled. And again, having began this way, it, it befuddled me that that existed. And and you know what? That's an amazing thing with Amazon. We we have uh, a lot of us amazing, you know, high grossing Amazon um, businesses, and we've never touched a box or, or a tape, you know, so that's, that's pretty amazing in and of itself. Well, temporarily, um, that may be something that you should consider. So what I highly suggest is adding a merchant fulfilled offering to your listing. Now, it's critical. The wording here is critical. You're adding the offering to the listing. So you have a listing, let's say you're selling dental floss and you've always sold that sold this listing via FBA. So there's a skew, an FBA SKU that you use to send in inventory. We're on the same page. Now, the next part of that is you want to copy that ASIN. You want to go to add a product and you want to add that product again 
to your inventory. Now, as soon as you do, it's going to give you a prompt saying, hey, you know, this product is already in your inventory. Do you want to just proceed with that one? You're going to ignore that. And it's now going to ask you for information like how many do you have in stock? What is your SKU? And at what price you're going to sell it? The SKU is important. You're creating a new SKU there, which gives you another offering. Now, you're not allowed to have two FBA offerings against a single listing. We get that. It's, it's, it's against terms of service. However, you can have an FBA and an FBM listing. So a good practice that I suggest is let's say your, uh, your previous listing SKU was uh, blue dental floss 100 yards. I would make this new SKU blue dental floss 100 yards dash FBM or FBM dash blue dental floss 100 yards. You get the impression. So you, whenever you're looking at those SKUs in a report, you're able to clearly see the difference between which was an FBA offering and which was an FBM offering. Once you do that, you, usually almost immediately, but sometimes it can take as long as 15 minutes, you're going to see that when you go to your listing that you now have, if you were the only seller before, that you now have two sellers on that listing. But when you dive in to look at those two sellers, both of them are you. Both of them are your seller account. It's going to say sold by, you know, insert your seller account name there and fulfilled by Amazon. That's your FBA inventory. And right now it may show like a May 1st um, <laughs> delivery date um, or, or shipping date. And then right under, you're going to see, you know, insert your seller name here, um, sold by, insert your seller name here and fulfilled by, insert your seller name here, meaning you're selling it and you're fulfilling it. So it's, it's, to me, right now, it is pretty critical that you take that step and you add that FBM offering onto your listing. Once you've done that, once you've added that FBM offering onto your listing, you now want, there's a chance that when you do this, that you're, let me take a step back. Okay. So when you've done that and you go back and look at your listing, your FBA offering is still going to have the buy box. What you do not want to do is you do not want to turn off your FBA listing, nor do you want to convert your FBA listing into an FBM fulfilled by merchant listing, because that's going to create a whole bunch of lost inventory issues. Like that's going to create a host of issues that you don't want to deal with. You want to make sure you add an offering, not convert your current FBA offering. Okay. So once you've done that, what I highly suggest you do is I suggest that you raise because you're going to have priced your FBM offering perhaps at the same price that you have your FBA offering. What I suggest you do is that you begin raising your FBA offering by a buck, say a dollar, wait like 30 minutes, make sure nothing got flagged, raise it another dollar. And at that point, when you get to about the $2 mark, your FBA offering is now about $2 more expensive than your FBM offering. And your FBM offering will now have the buy box. Okay. It's important. Um, if you have a listing that did not have an FBA offering on it, say you were sending products in for the first time and you just add yourself as an FBM offering because you can't send inventory in, there's a chance that even though you're the only seller on your private label listing that ha and, and you're selling at FBM that you don't even have the buy box on your own listing. And I don't know Amazon's terminology for this, except it's always existed. 
and there's almost like a like a probationary period once you, you list a product FBM that Amazon wants to see that you can meet shipping times and get products to customers on time. Um, sometimes, or if you had an FBM sit- listing sitting there the whole time, Amazon will just de- as soon as you can as soon as you add that FBM offering, wham, you have the box. If you do, wonderful. That's an amazing thing. Just pay attention to your orders as they come in and make sure they get shipped. Now, if you are one of the, I don't want to say unlucky, but if you're one of the ones that does your FBM listing does not get the buy box immediately, what you need to do is you need to get like two to four sales in um, as quickly as possible. Uh, And and I know it's kind of uh, frustrating because you're like, wait a minute, I don't have the buy box. How am I going to get the sales? So this is one of those instances you know, during a pandemic and in a, in a, in a situation like this, with that I would highly suggest, and it's the only time you're going to hear me ever suggest something like this. I highly suggest to reach out to your network of people that are not connected directly with you on Facebook and have them buy the product, have them buy the product from you, from the FBM offering. Now, once that happens and look, don't, don't try to, you know, don't try to be slick here. Don't try to use this as an opportunity to, you know, do a search, find, buy, or turn this into a review. This is not the time to do that. And this will backfire on you if you do this. So what you want to do is have that person buy two to four people as soon as possible. They could even all be in the same day, have them buy this FBM offering. And then what you're going to do, and this is, you know, regardless of the size of the product you sell, this is a little hack, regardless of the size of the product you sell, go to usps.com create a first class uh, first first class mail postage which comes with a tracking number and, and to the best of my knowledge that's one of the cheapest um, rates that you can get so put it down that it's four ounces eight ounces it doesn't matter like they're not going to see that part of the information but what you do get is you get a tracking number so as soon as you mark this order as ship that came in on merchant fulfilled technically all you need to do here is put that USPS, label on a poly mailer or some kind of envelope with nothing in it and go stick it in the mailbox. Let USPS do their job there, get it, scan it each step of the way and actually get delivered. Amazon's system is going to track that. And when they see that, and when they see you shipped on time, it went through all the normal steps. The person received it, no negative review or anything like that's coming in. They will go ahead and they will remove that um, if you will, merchant fulfilled probation, uh, for lack of a better description. And now all of a sudden your FBM listing will have the buy box. Why is the buy box important? A lot of us take for granted the fact that because we're an FBA, we get the buy box and we automatically run ads and everything just magically works. But if you don't have the buy box because you're an MF, a merchant fulfilled offering, even if you're the only one on the listing, your ads will be ineligible to run because to run ads, you must have the buy box. So hear me out. If you do not have the buy box and your merchant fulfilled offering, you're not going to be able to run ads. Okay. So I highly suggest that you do that now. Okay. Th- th- those are the things that everyone's really, you know, stressing about right now. Um, I, I want to take a second before I start wrapping this up. And uh, I, again, I still want to keep these short. We're on the right side of this guys. Um, right now. If, if things are a little challenging for you on Amazon, now is the time to look at other sales channels to complement your Amazon e-commerce business. You know, 
explore those sales that are coming in on the site. Contact overstock.com. They've, they've radically changed their onboarding process and streamlined it to where you'll be able to go through their onboarding and get those products listed. Check out Rakuten. Go, uh, make sure you check out Walmart, um, Walmart e-commerce or Walmart marketplace. Take advantage of all these channels. Look at, you know, Facebook marketplace, offer up. Look at all of this. If you list something on offer up right now, you can actually ship it to the person. So you can multi-channel fulfill stuff from your FBA offerings to uh, offer up. Now, now why, why do this? Um, none of these channels even now come close to the amount of, of traffic and, and, and sales volume that you're going to get selling on Amazon. So you got you to change your mindset right there for a second. But what, what's happening is a lot of people that, are, that Amazon has trained to you know, buy it, receive it now, are trained to receive this stuff in two days. They forget that when they were younger, six to eight weeks was the norm. So when they see something that's not going to be shipped till May 1st, they're going to look elsewhere. This is what they're doing. They're looking elsewhere. And those elsewheres are those other sites. And if they realize that if they can buy the same thing they wanted to receive in two days from OfferUp and get it in two or three days, they're going to make that transition. They're going to make that purchase. So Take advantage of the different sales channels that are out there. Um, if you're if you're if you're selling a non-essential on Amazon, uh, final thing I want to say here is and 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 don't tune out on me. I'm telling you this is critical. This is this is without this I couldn't have achieved what I've achieved to date, and, and that is mindset. Um, right now, the media, social media, like all the forms of media that we're consuming because we're a captive audience to this. Like, I mean, a lot of us are shelter in places, um, Doral, city of Miami, Miami-Dade County. Um, they're all going into, you know, shelter in place type stuff. So what are you going to do? You're going to consume media. In almost every instance, that is what's going to happen. And when you're feeding your mind this kind of doom and gloom, it has an effect on you, no matter how strong you think you are. I mean, it has an effect on me, and I know the effect it could have. Um, a lot of us have loved ones that, you know, maybe are not handling this the right way. and not saying anything against your loved ones, but there, there's never a time to panic. And if you could see my air quotes, even when there is a need to panic, and there's my air quotes on a need, even when there's a need to panic, you still shouldn't panic. Panic's not going to help you advance the situation. And a lot of times when somebody panics, it's negative, negative, negative. You have a lot of sellers uh, in the, in the e-com, uh, Amazon and e-com space that are in our Facebook groups and it's doom and gloom. It's, it's horrible. Oh my God, Amazon betrayed us and, and this and that. This is not the case. It's not a time to panic. We were not betrayed. Can you imagine if Amazon did not prioritize essentials? I mean, how many people have they saved because they were able to get essentials to them? Think about this. How many more people that did not have a Prime account before this now have a Prime account that we all know how sticky and addictive that is, they're going to keep. And that when this is over, there's actually more buyers on Amazon. The, the reverse of that is they didn't do that and they couldn't get essential goods to people with Prime accounts when they ordered it. How much longer do you think someone's going to keep a Prime account if they couldn't rely on that? Don't worry, we'll get it to you in two days type of thing. They would bail. They would totally bail. It would hurt the Prime promise. So 
Amazon did a really good thing here, in my opinion, e even though it is hurting me in some of my business by, by doing this prioritization of essentials. All right. Um, but you know, back, back to the mindset thing, um, pe people panic, people say a lot of negative stuff. You, you don't want to be bombarded with that. I, I suggest just like you're probably being very aggressive and cutting costs and getting lean in your business and, and strategizing, you should approach cutting out or pausing or silencing on social media, the negative people that you have around you. You have enough on your plate right now. You're going to succeed. You're going to do this. You don't need these negative people um, dropping negative thoughts into your head. Yes, we're in a pandemic. I mean, you don't need to hear that all day though. Practice your social distancing. Everybody's going to be fine, but you, you want to stay away from those negative Nancy's there. You want to stay away from that negativity and the panic right now because it's not going to help you in your current situation. Another thing, keep in mind, and, and this is a, this is a, something that I use when I'm evaluating a post. And many more, you know, uh, more often than not, those who sell the panic sell the cure. Uh, remember that when you're looking at posts, and you know, and somebody's telling you how tomorrow we're going to have ten times the deaths and and stuff like that that we're going to have today. Um, check out their other posts. I mean, are they also selling masks? <laughs> are they, you know, are they also selling uh, other things right now um, to people that are suffering from this? So that's always been a filter, uh, not not to just demonize anyone that's selling masks. I mean, sometimes you're you're getting goods to somebody that couldn't get it otherwise. So that's not in every case. But if somebody is selling the panic and they're also selling the cure, may, maybe just start looking at things through that lens a little bit, all right? I hope that made sense. Um, I, I really want to get some episodes out over the next three weeks to a month. I do think things are going to get a little worse before they get better, but that we're, we're, we're almost through this. And um, I, I want to put some other episodes out that are in a lot more positive light, talking about a lot of the really amazing opportunities that we have right now since we're in the position that we're in. And I also want to share things that I'm already working on so that I'm doing things differently on the other side of this. I want this opportunity to be a time that we thrive and not just survive. Um, I got much love for all of you. Keep crushing in your business and I will be back next week. Liked what you heard and want to stay connected? Join our Facebook group or find me anywhere on social media at Wizards of Amazon or text the word Amazon to 69922.